Today is all about living with tension, living in the tension. I don't know about you, but for me, tension is super uncomfortable. I want to avoid it at all costs. Even the word is just like, I don't even want to go there. But if you're intrigued, which is why you're here, I'm assuming, and you want to learn to live with attention, then that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So let's get started. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so tension can act as a motivator. It can push us to step out of our comfort zones and, you know, strive for this personal growth and just become this better version of ourselves. When we experience tension between where we are and where we want to be, it it does create a sense of dissatisfaction, right? And then in theory, that inspires us to take action and set goals and work toward achieving them. But I tend to shut down when things are hard and when things are uncomfortable. I think that's a natural human response unless you're like my husband. He's the opposite of me. He's motivated by tension. It drives him and almost gives him this strength to push forward into the opposition. And I'm over here like, I'm way too tired. I can't do this. I'm shutting down. I This is hard. This is uncomfortable. I don't like the way this feels. I don't want to have anything to do with this. So I'm just going to check out. That is my natural tendency whenever I'm faced with uncomfortable situations or this tension, right? And certain seasons create more tension than others. Like, hello, postpartum. You know, you've just become a mom or you've just had this major life shift. Maybe you've moved. Maybe you've got a new job. They're just seasons, family drama. Let's not open that can of worms. Like we can all relate to strained relationships and just difficulty and tension, 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 tension. But do you know what I realized recently? I was actually doing a Peloton workout and I cannot remember his name, but he's one of my favorite instructors. He's so good. He was talking about learning to love the tension. And physiologically, like that's how we build muscles, right? I'm not like, I'm not super into weightlifting. I just want to feel better and I move my body intentionally. And I I like the feeling of feeling strong and being able to lift things and, you know, carry my kids around and all of that. So I do, I do some weightlifting, but physiologically, that's how you build muscle. It's how you get stronger is tension. And I think that Without tension, we don't have growth. And so many of us in our lives, we want to see growth. We want to see change. We want to be different. We want to be doing this thing and that thing. And we want to like kind of level up a little bit. But it's uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. And I think that's why oftentimes we just kind of stay in the same spot. It's like, I'd rather just sit here and be comfortable than do anything outside of my comfort zone. And especially not if it's going to create tension in my life. (laughs) I just, I don't want any part of that. But I think it's it's really important for us to realize that without tension, we don't have any growth. And so maybe today, this is a challenge for both of us to kind of think about where are the areas in our lives where we're experiencing tension? Where do you feel tension in your life? What area? Because maybe, maybe on the other side of that, there is breakthrough. Maybe there is that next level. Maybe there is that next step or the next thing that God wants to do in your life. And maybe we just have to learn to live with this tension in the meantime. I want to share two lies that the enemy had me convinced of for the longest time. 
And these, these are the two lies. Number one, it's easier for her because her life isn't as hard as your life. Gosh, I believe that. I would look at people and I would say, how is she doing that? Like, I really want to do that. I would love to be that kind of woman, that kind of mom, that kind of person, that kind of Christian. I want to be doing that thing. Like, how is she doing it? And the enemy was like, well, it's just, it's because it's easier for her. She doesn't struggle like you do. Her, her, she's not dealing with the things you're dealing with and it's not as hard for her. It's easy for her. So you should just stay here and be comfortable because that's going to be really, really hard for you. But for her, it's just really easy. Okay. (laughs) That was the first lie because it's not easy for anybody. I have learned slowly over time and I'm still learning this, you know, self-control and discipline and this growth mindset. And it is just not comfortable and it is not easy. The second lie that I believed was the lie of one day. And I think we've talked about this before. I've shared it a lot on social media. You know, this idea that like one day you're going to feel like changing. One day it'll get easier for you. One day you'll be able to do this. One day you'll be able to do that. Whenever this changes, then you'll do that. And it's like, no, because then one day turns into one month and one year and 10 years. And you look up and you're like, I still really wish that I was doing that thing or that I could do this thing in my life or I felt like I have matured or grown in any way. And it's just, we buy, I'm guilty of it. We buy into the lie of one day and we just kind of keep riding it out, hoping that one day will come and then one day never comes. And I just, the moment that I had that, that light switch went off, it was like, oh my gosh, like this is your life. And I don't know if it was because I was in like getting to my thirties or what it was, but I had this Almost like somebody just shook me by the shoulders and they were like, this is your life. And a lot of it has passed. And a lot of it you you have spent thinking that just one day you're going to be able to do this thing. And that is a lie. <laughs> and it's like God had the, gave me this divine download. And he's like, the time is now, okay? Like you can create change right now, right now. That is a lie from the enemy. He wants you to keep like keep stringing you along and thinking one day, one day. And God's like, no, the word says, and my promise to you is that right now you have the Holy Spirit with you. You have the power to change. I created you to be able to change and bend and flex and be moldable and changeable and all those things like we've talked about with our brains and like physiologically, it's how we're created. But the survival instinct and, you know, the way that we're hardwired and the way we've evolved over time in these broken bodies in this broken world is survival. And we just want to stay comfortable. We want to take that path of least resistance. We want it to be easy because, and even if that doesn't give us the result that we want sometimes. And so what I've had to learn to do, and it's so hard is to zoom out and say, okay, if I keep choosing this behavior every single day, if I keep walking in these habits, where does this end up? Like, what's the end result here? That could be like, you know, with the foods that I'm eating or the way that I'm moving my body or not moving my body or what I'm choosing to listen to, what I'm choosing to watch, who I'm choosing to hang around. How are all these choices impacting me? And where does the, what's the, the finish line here? And that can scare you enough. I think it did for me. I was like, if I keep going down this road, doing these things, I see, like, I see how this plays out because I feel like I'm almost there. Like, it's like, I almost feel like I'm there in that worst case scenario, that nightmare that I don't want to be true. And so we have to just choose truth. And we we do that by being in the word and, and allowing the Holy Spirit to remind us of the promises of God. But so many seasons of life have been full of tension. 
And it's really hard to push through um, and just and do it expectantly, right? Like we've been talking about hope and, and choosing hope every day. And it's really hard when we're in these tense seasons. So what do we do? What do we do? Do we give up and just give in and say, this is too hard. I can't do this. You know, of course we can't do it alone. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need each other. We need community. But learning to live with this tension is it's how we experience breakthrough and doing it well, or at least to the best of our abilities and like giving it all we've got. It's how we get to the other side. I feel like that, you know, we're going to get there either way, but it's like, are you, it's kind of like COVID. I heard this example um, given one time and he, he, the guy was preaching and I wish that I could, I didn't even, wasn't even planning to share this. So I'm just going to kind of get through this, bear with me. But he was basically talking about how there were generally speaking, two kinds of people who, when the pandemic and everything was locked down, we were all in our homes. They either, you know, decided they were going to become a better version of themselves. And he said, whenever he connected with different people post pandemic, when people started getting out again, he's like, I could tell this person was working on themselves. Like they were either, you know, exercising or just learning more, growing more personally, developing themselves. Or you had the other type of generally speaking person who kind of just like sat there and ate Cheetos on the couch and, you know, did whatever they did all day and just kind of like wasted the time away, just like stayed in comfortability and was like, man, this is so nice. This is like a three month long vacation. I don't have to do anything, you know, and there's no guilt or shame, but he was just making the point, whichever way you, because <laughs> I feel like we're all thinking back to the pandemic and it's like, how did I spend my time? I don't know. Like, which one am I? Am I like Cheeto girl on the couch or am I like personal development running five miles every day? And I know that that's extremes, but his point was that, you know, how you choose to live in the in-between as you're waiting for what's next, that is ultimately up to us. And so I think that we have a choice when we're, you know, maybe you're in a season of waiting to get pregnant, or maybe you're in a season of waiting for a job, or maybe you're in a season of waiting for like, what is this relationship going to be? Or maybe you're like, you've just had a baby and you're just like, who am I now? Like I'm learning, relearning normal, or you've recently got a diagnosis and it's like, what am I doing in the meantime? How we live in that tension, it matters. And there are some examples in the Bible some of these, I'm like, that could probably be my least favorite verse in the entire Bible. And this is one of them. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And before, <laughs> there have been times when I've been like struggling and I read that and I'm trying to be encouraged, but I'm like, I literally don't feel like I care. Like my flesh doesn't care because I don't really want that. Like I'd rather not have the testing. Can I just not like produce that? Can I just keep going? I, you know, but then the spirit in me is like, this is what you want. Ultimately, you do want to come out on the other side, a better person, a better version of yourself, more like Jesus. And I just think that we think, for me at least, I think that that's just always going to be comfortable. I think it's always going to be easy and it's not. That passage highlights the idea that trials and tension in life can lead to personal growth and to maturity, spiritual maturity, and that's just very, very uncomfortable. Okay, another verse is Romans 5, verses 3 through 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Here, the Apostle Paul is emphasizing the that enduring tension and also suffering can result in 
our character development and this sense of hope like we've been talking about. Here's the thing. Tension and adversity are often intertwined. And when we face situations that are full of tension, it can help develop resilience and this adaptability as we learn to navigate those challenges, right? And we kind of learn what it means to bounce back from setbacks. And it does teach us really valuable lessons about persevering and how to problem solve and what it means to have a growth mindset and embracing change, which I feel like I'm cringing even saying that out loud. It's like change. I do not want any part of that at all. I do not. So if you're one of those people who's like, yeah, that I'm not signing up for that. That's not me. Me too. Like that is, that is how I feel, but it requires a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset. And we talk about that here. We talk about, you know, taking thoughts captive and finding hope in the everyday and practicing gratitude and choosing to walk in truth, even when we don't feel like it. But it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. It's not easy for me. It's not easy for her. It's not easy for the other person, anyone. So I guess take comfort in that in some weird way that you're not alone. And this is hard. Like nobody gets a pass. Everybody's fighting through tension and learning to live with it every single day. Hello, motherhood, like we've mentioned. I mean, the tension of that alone, the tension that motherhood can bring for me, at least, is just so uncomfortable. And I will be honest, at times it feels unbearable. It's like, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to survive? This seems impossible. Like, I do not know how I'm going to make it. But like we said, while tension can be uncomfortable and even stressful, it can we can look at it as this opportunity to propel us forward into a different version of ourselves. And hopefully one that looks more like Jesus and sounds more like Jesus and talks like looks and lives life more like Jesus would. And we can not only grow ourselves and become spiritually more mature, but have stronger relationships and build resiliency. And that's something that probably the biggest lesson that I've learned the past eight years is a lesson in resilience. And by embracing tension and managing it in the day to day, We kind of like are empowered to harness the benefits and just use it as like a a next step into the next positive change in our everyday lives. Does that make sense? So I get that it's uncomfortable. I get that it's not a natural tendency for most people, unless I said you're one of those people like my husband who it somehow like freakishly seems to propel, propel you forward and like energize you. If you're like me, like we're like shutting down, then it just takes us a little bit more effort and consciously being aware that like, okay, I'm shutting down and this is why, because this feels hard. But in this moment, I'm going to attempt to make a different choice and I'm going to try to choose to persevere through this and hopefully come out on the other side, a better version of myself, more spiritually mature and more like Jesus. So I pray that this encouraged you and helped you. If it did, would you consider leaving a review for the show? That helps other women find the show and it helps them connect with messages of hope and light, just like this one. I say this all the time. I cannot do this alone. I need your help. I need for you to partner with me. And one of the ways you can do that is by leaving a review for the show. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you just scroll, scroll, scroll past all the episodes. You can tap the five stars, tap the fifth star, And then you just write, click write a review and then just leave the review and you let us know why you listen, what you enjoy about the show, or even what you're taking away from this episode. I would love to hear from you. So thank you again for being here with me. I will see you next week. Same time, same place.